by for action. Anything can happen in the next hour. Welcome to episode 513 of the Baron Ice Girl Rock Show. My name's Armitage and over the course of the next hour, give or take, probably give, I'll be playing your music that you should hear on the radio, but don't.
Welcome, brethren, to the evening service for what you are about to receive. May the Lord help you. I ended last week's show with Slade I thought I'd just hammer home the fact that the band were more than just one Christmas record and a handful of badly spelled song titles with the live version of Rock and Roll Preacher taken from the Ruby Red Double 7 inch if that didn't blow away the cobwebs from the last seven days I don't know what will the UK subs once again feature in the Waiting for the Postman section as one of the tracks I was hoping to play you was off the Time and Matters latest vinyl 7-inch offering in the shape and form of the band's November 1977 demo. The subs at this time comprised of Charlie Harper, obviously, Nicky Garrett, Steve Slack and Rory Lyons. Tracks included are Telephone Numbers, Tomorrow's Girls on the A-Side with Stranglehold and Disease on the Flip. The record was mailed out on Wednesday, as per the website. Now, as you know, my postman, Hi Frankie, doesn't get to my house until about 11 o'clock. Therefore, as the time is about half past eight Saturday morning, and it wasn't waiting on my kitchen table when I got home from work yesterday, I won't be playing it. Uh, I did have a quick squiz at my music library to see if I had the live kicks reissue CD that has the aforementioned tracks as a bonus. I don't. I have, however, just bought the deluxe edition of Endangered Species, which has, apart from the original album, a veritable menage of demos, outtakes and live recordings spread over two discs. On disc two are a couple of tracks that have Studio Session-New York 
in brackets after them. And I'm going to play one of them. I was trying to find out on what album the original studio version of Limo Life, for that's the New York session track I'm going to play you, came from. Well, I have all the UK sub-studio albums, not the compilations, and only one live album, but I can't find it on anything. Of course, after posting the question on Facebook, I got the answer straight away. Originally... It's an Urban Dogs track, hence the lack of sub-studio version. Talking to the Urban Dogs, the band, uh, who, for those of you who are unaware, are Charlie Harper, Knox from The Vibrators, Alvin Gibbs and Matthew Best are recording a follow-up to the acoustic album Bonefield with an album launch party up at the 100 Club on the 17th of November.
whilst that was playing, I realised that the last time I'd seen the UK subs live was back in January at the 100 Club. And worryingly, it looks like I won't be able to catch them until December, mind you. A window of opportunity looks like it has presented itself on the 27th down in South End. It's going to be weird not seeing Jet playing with them, but strange as it may seem, even though new sub Steve is covering other guitarists' work, from what I've seen on YouTube of him with the band, he's brought a different sound, not knocking Jet by any means, but the UK sub seemed more aggressively sharp sound-wise with Steve on board. Right-ho. On to new music, and if I had an ounce of common sense, I would have played the next track on last week's show, because the band in question, who are the Fiascos, are playing the Odd Shoe in Croydon tonight. Tonight being the 13th of August, future and non-Warlock radio listeners, if you're still out there, uh, which would have given you, dear listener, ample time to make travel plans, making sure your audience was up to date, arriving mob-handed in the Cronks to hear some perfect power pop. Instead, I'm going to play you Olivia on this week's show which is the B-side to Built for Speed which I played on episode 503 leaving you little or no time to get to Park Street my bad Uh, the fiascos for those of you who need reminding are Richie Hudson guitar vocals Keith Gibbs guitar vocals Robin Guy drums and Ben Lawson on bass vocals the only guy I've not met face to face is Ben I've met the uh, back of him when I was leaving a Ginger Wildheart gig at the Brooklyn Bowers, he was in front of us. Well, I assume it was him, as nobody else I know has a fiasco's back patch on their denim cutoff. And in the bizarre six degrees of separation, joining him in Spitz Energy is Luca from the Dorellas. <laughs>
Ginger Wild Heart gig as I was. The other band, apart from the main grands that didn't make it to the Brooklyn Bowl gig, were Massive Wagons. Now, when choosing support bands, Ginger can go off at a tangent, really mixing up musical genres, leaving the gig goer with a mouth open, either going, what the fuck, or bloody hell. Each gets a response. Massive Wagons, on the strength of their new album, Welcome to the World, get the thumbs up from me. And if you're quick off the mark and not in Croydon, tonight you could do a lot worse than checking them out at the Viking Festival at the Ebervale Institute in South Wales. Uh, also on the bill are the Amorettes and Phil Campbell. Um, the band, even though they're playing the Viking Festival, are not battle metal. Neither are the Amorettes or Mr Campbell. There is an element of yo ho ho with the day we fell, but they're very much like, uh, in some respects, a Volbeat, but without James Hetfield on vocals. Funny enough, I had a dream last week that Metallica covered Jackson White's by the Wild Hearts, releasing it as their new single. Uh, best not to mention the one about Kylie Minogue, Tennis Racket and a Tub of Swarfiga. Anyway, moving along very fast, Baz Mills has a great voice, like one of those classic 1970s British rock singers, an engineer's and producer's dream. I can't believe it's taken me this long to get to hear about them. Thank you, Ginger. I more than make up for heck.
We move over to Italy for the Leeches, who have just put out a 7-inch, uh, which I did think was their first new release since their 2012 Daniel Ray-produced Underwater album. It's not. Completely flying under my radar was the On The Line album, which hit the real and virtual record stores back in April. To be fair to me, though... The album is conspicuous by its absence from the band's web page discography, Bandcamp and SoundCloud sites. And I did find it difficult to find somewhere to order the actual physical article before punkonline.co.uk came up trumps. The 7-inch is super limited to 200 on black vinyl and 100 on clear stroke, red stroke, black wax. Tracking questions are from... On the line, Hyper Condi, and exclusive to this release, Nowhere Boy, which sounds something like this. familiar with are the OCs who uh, sound like they'd be right at home on Henry Rollins' Harmony in My Head. Actually they are with him playing a live version of Tidal Wave on last Sunday's show. Um, 
I seem to have received the band's latest album, A Weird Exit. A quick trip over to Wikipedia tells me the OCs are well prolific when it comes to releasing albums, with uh, one a year since 2008, with two in 2009 and 2011, none of which I have or knowingly have heard. Uh, I would have navigated the band's official website for more information, uh, but it's fluorescent green and gave me a headache. What I did glean from it is that the band are over here in the UK. Oh, I failed to mention they come from San Francisco. Uh, next month, with uh, the London date at the Cornet Theatre at the Elephant and Castle. Here's Plastic Plant from the aforementioned A Weird Exits. <laughs>
staying with American bands that are imminently due over here, the Cadillac 3, to support their new album, Bury Me In My Boots, have a UK tour set up for November. For a band I've seen playing using the enemy, Garage and Dingwalls, a move up to the Shepherd's Bush Empire is a bold move. But on the strength of Bury Me, it seems it was going to be worth the risk. Each time a song comes out of my speakers, Stephen Tyler's country album becomes even more of a distant bad memory, proving once again that youth and passion, coupled with a lack of ego, wins over an ill-advised, misguided vanity project any day of the cotton-picking week. Now, I'm not a huge country fan. Marty Robbins is my go-to guy, but bands like the Cadillac 3, the Super Suckers and Bob Wayne make it acceptable to metalheads, just like Motorhead made rock accessible to punks to enjoy. Is a song for you. Oh, yeah. Boots and buckles, red clay and sand. My point ain't subtle here, I'm a suffering man. Will the beer seems colder and the women seem hotter when the world don't seem so damn modern Well, good old boy like me still has a chance right. All this is where I was born and this is where I'll die Yeah, this is where I was born and this is where I will die It's all about the sound
However, a big fan of the South. It just so happens, the South in question is South London. That was the Peckham Cowboys and South London thing from their debut album, Flog It. 
Uh, I've still not tracked down a copy of the Red Cross Ford Stroke, the side ice split 7-inch single. Um, truth be told, in the Red Record, still have it on their website. But as I've mentioned before, there is a minimum $10 order. And the 7-inch is only 6 bucks. Well, not to mention the shipping cost, the extra weight, if I was to order two, will incur. However, the band have just released the O Canada Hot Issue Volume 2 a Show the World Tour 1997 CD, uh, which I think is only limited to 300 copies, for 15 99 US. Unfortunately... The shipping to the UK is almost the same price. Now, if only you could buy the 7-inch and the live CD from the same place. Jeff McDonald, whose birthday was on Wednesday, has just released his 1997 recorded solo album on vinyl. It originally came out as uh, a CDR in 1999, with some copies called The Third World Echo. Uh, it was recorded on an 8-track analogue recorder, giving it a certain demo quality feel. Saying that though, his beetle harmonied glammed rock bent shines through magnificently. Uh, all I've got to do now is find the outrageous incantations of Beatrice Winters. <laughs> Here's the first track to you and the album is out on Bang Records right now. <laughs>
Right, on to this week's crowdfunding fan-funded section. About an hour after last week's show aired, the one where I mentioned the Lords of Altamont in the same breath as the hit priests, I discovered that the aforementioned Lords have had a GoFundMe campaign up and running for about three weeks. As with the Sharks, this is one of the platforms I dislike as it shows you how much of our hard-earned cash the band are after. In this instance, it's 10 grand US. I don't need to know the amount. I want that air of mystery, or in the case of Zodiac Mind Warp, find out that he's blown the whole of his band's recording budget on a super rare Marvel comic. To date, only less than a dozen people have signed up, which means not even $500 has been raised. All the normal paraphernalia is on offer from a $350 platinum level to a chrome at $45 for a CD and download. The website doesn't give a cut-off point, but after nearly a month, I would have expected more than the amount raised so far. Uh, so do the right thing, get involved. This is Born to Lose from the band's debut record, To Hell with the Lords.
Since the 1960s and the Monkeys, every generation has had their manufactured boy band. The Monkeys, as well as being the first, will always be the best. The 1970s had the Bay City Rollers, who were not allowed to play their own instruments in the studio and banned from writing their own songs. Funnily enough, session musician who played bass on Shangalang drinks in the South Croydon Wetherspoons along with the squirrel anyway. Whilst Les McEwen, the voice of the Bay City Rollers, was sitting in hotel rooms during the 70s, instead of wondering where his and all his bandmates' royalties were, he recorded a bunch of songs on cassette tapes and then stashed them in a suitcase, as you do, well, in my case it was a shoebox, and then promptly forgot all about them. Obviously, his cleaner and all his missus discovered them, and Les, along with top producer John McLaughlin, has, thanks to Pledge Music, dusted them off and re-recorded them. Now... It's not strictly a pledge campaign, as no target has to be met. It's a pre-order, which I guess is a way for the artist to offset the total cost. The first track that Les has let us hear is called Crazy Nights, and uh, sounds like this. Oh, 
Both the squirrel and myself have wondered what is going on in the crash diet camp. It's been something like, what, 18 months since Simon Cruz quit the band with guitarist Martin Sweet telling Blabbermouth that the band weren't actively looking for a replacement, citing lack of energy to start a huge campaign looking for new singers. Well, we've got an answer. Not wishing to let the grass grow under their feet, Peter London and Martin Sweet have started their own diet records, not only to release Crash Diet Rarities, but the vehicle for Martin Sweet's side project, Sweet Creature, that also features from Gemini 5, Tin Star on bass, Michael from Toxic Rose on drums, and Linus Nurbert from This Ending on Rhythm Guitar. The album is being funded through Indiegogo. Again, it comes with financial target which uh, in this case seems to be the very realistic amount of 6,645 euros 48% of which has been met with some really reasonably priced swag 50 euros will get you the digital download the CD black vinyl t-shirt patch photo and sticker if you want this you better be quick as there's only three out of the 25 on offer that are left. Or, if you're lacking in the money department, €8 Euros will get you just a digital download. How can you say no? Here's, not like others, to tempt and win you over from the fan-funded album. Against the 
Montage is gone would have been Billy Rath from Johnny Thunders and the Heartbreakers birthday. Sadly, Billy passed away in August 2014, aged only 66. I only managed to meet him a couple of times. First was up at the Boston Arms in 2011 and then again a year or so later when he joined his former bandmate Waterloo on stage at the Purple Turtle for a couple of Heartbreaker numbers. I wouldn't say he was setting the music scene back alight, but after disappearing during the mid-80s to get himself clean, going back to college to attain a BS in psychology and a master's in theology, he spent the interim years helping counselling people with alcohol and drug addiction. It was great to see him back on stage playing those songs as the Broken Hearts with Steve Dwyer from The Idols. So I'm going to leave you a, with a rough, a really rough demo of Boney Moroni by Billy Rath Street Pirates. Thanks, as always, for listening. Uh, I hope some of the tracks I've played on this week's show have got your juices going. If not, recommend me some that will. Until next week, take it easy. Thank you.